The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Boneyard with Steve Robertson. As always, I am your good friend and host, Steve Robertson. Here on the Hump Day edition of the Yard, man, it's been a good week here. It's uh, it's cool, man. I, I you know, thank the good Lord for uh, for central air and heat, right? I mean, you know, we we go from uh, no winter to um, Winter being here with a fury. That's the thing, too. It always seems like the Egg Bowl is kind of like the beginning of winter in the state of Mississippi. So we get to the Egg Bowl, and all of a sudden we've ushered in this uh, cold and gray weather. But, man, it's sunny today. It's beautiful outside. kind of woke up looking like a winter wonderland around here in Starkville. But how great is it to have some seasons? It really is. It's a cool thing to have seasons. And, uh, you know, we kind of have uh, we kind of have two here. I guess two and a half, maybe. We have summer, which lasts from uh, like March to November. And then we have fall that lasts like about 15 minutes. And then we get into weather, a winter weather. So so there we are. But uh, be that as it may, I hope that you're doing well today. There is no Mississippi State football game this Saturday, which is a bit of a disappointment to me. You know, the way that we're playing right now, I feel like it's just a matter of time before we break through and get a win and, uh, you know, we had Missouri on the slate this week, and it felt like that we had an opportunity uh, to win a ball game. Granted, they played exceptionally well against Vanderbilt this past weekend, but uh, they're running football. And uh, I think I think we're actually kind of a bad matchup for them. I think that's a game that we're certainly capable of winning. They have really struggled to put up points offensively. They did this past weekend. So maybe they figured some things out. Maybe Vanderbilt had just quit on the year. But, um, yeah, we're not going to play. And uh, Ole Miss not going to play either. And uh, and I mentioned this on the Bo Bound show earlier today. It almost seems unfair to me. I mean, it really does. It's like, okay, well, it's so important that we get Alabama and LSU in. Okay, Alabama's number one in the FBS playoff right now. That's not going to change. But we got to get Alabama and LSU played. And, uh, and let's, let's be honest, that's about money. It is. It's going to be a primetime game on CBS, and I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch Alabama crush LSU. But we got to make sure Arkansas, Missouri gets played. What? What is that? What? Who cares? What? What difference does that make outside of the respective fan bases? Neither one of those two teams is really playing for anything substantial. I mean, Arkansas certainly in a ball game. Missouri probably is too. There's a good chance that just about everybody in the SEC, with the exception of perhaps maybe Vanderbilt and South Carolina, are going to go bowling this year. And so we're going to make State and Ole Miss, who are fighting to get another win or two, we're going to make those guys sit it out this week and so i'm always curious what kind of discussions have taken place behind the scenes how did greg sankey make this okay with john cohen and keith carter what did he say okay guys here's what we're going to do you guys aren't going to play next weekend you know and maybe for mississippi state maybe it's a bit of a relief you know we've had a pretty rough stretch here last couple of weeks with uh you know covid stuff and contact tracing and that sort of stuff so maybe it's an easier sell but you know listen if you're on the flip side of this you know, Ole Miss has already had the A&M game was rescheduled. And then all of a sudden you play Mississippi State and you know, you're rescheduled again. And, and and this time it's not because of any anybody being irresponsible. It's not because of a Halloween party or whatever. But uh, you're not playing a game again. You're doing what you're supposed to do, but yet you're not able to play. And, and so I'm just curious what happens, what kind of assurances have been made that's going to protect Mississippi State and Ole Miss. And uh, not that I want anything good to happen to Ole Miss, but fair is fair. Let's be honest. I mean, it's just I wonder how that you make this right. How do you kind of look at these folks and say, okay, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to cancel your game so your opponent can go play somebody else. I, I, I don't know. I'd love to know. 
I would love to know how you make that right. And granted, as we discussed on the show many times, the league presidents voted to give Greg Sankey and league office some autonomy to be able to move the games around to kind of make sure we get them all played. And and I'm sure that's a factor in all this, but I don't I don't know how you look at this and say, this is fair to the Mississippi schools. I don't know that it is. But again, if you're a Mississippi State fan, you think, well, you know what, it gives us another week to get healthy and get some guys back and not just get them back, but get them back into the flow of things. You know, uh, Ty Weed, Jordan Davis have been out. They'll be back. Those are two very big parts of your defense there. Uh, so, you know, maybe that puts Mississippi State in a more competitive position. And so maybe it's not such a difficult sell uh, to Mississippi State. You know, we, we've had uh, we've made headlines back-to-back weeks going on the road in the SEC with less than 50 scholarship players. And so maybe that's a part of it. So, you know what, we're going to be a lot closer to full strength. We played these final two ball games against Auburn and Missouri, both at home, mind you. And maybe that puts us in a position we feel like we can go win those two games. I still think the Auburn game is going to be an absolute shootout. But, um, you know, maybe perhaps they'll lose the A&M game this weekend and maybe some guys at Auburn decide, you know what, maybe it's time for me to opt out. They looked pitiful against Alabama. I know that game was going on when we were playing. But if you saw the replay or DVR'd the game, Alabama did exactly what Alabama wanted to do. Nick Saban was a bit of a gentleman in that game, too. Late in that ball game, they had a chance to even you know extend the lead even more, but they didn't. And again, I think we've got to ask ourselves: Is this Nick Saban's best team? We've said it on the show a couple of weeks now. Is this Nick Saban's best Alabama team? It's kind of hard to argue. That's what a lot of people thought. You know, well, two was gone, and a lot of those great receivers are gone. You know, Jerry Judy's gone. A lot of that great defense is gone. But yet here they are. They're an absolute machine putting up some ridiculous type numbers. And Mac Jones has answered every question about his own ability and, uh, you know, his ability to run this offense. It is incredible to see what Steve Sarkeesian has been able to get uh, out of Mac Jones. It makes you wonder, too, where where's Sark going to be next year? You know, he was uh, he was a very serious candidate for the Mississippi State job. Uh, we didn't pull the trigger there. Obviously, went with Mike Leach. But uh, there was a lot of people in and around Tuscaloosa at one point that thought Sarkeesian was going to be the next coach at Mississippi State. So I think he has, in many ways, kind of rehabilitated his image some and, and give Nick Saban a lot of credit for that, not just with him, but with Lane Kiffin and others. Butch Jones is another that's there that will probably get an opportunity somewhere else. But it's almost like Nick Saban has kind of become this, uh, you know, convalescent home of many respects for uh, for coaches that are kind of scratching dent. But Sark's going to get an opportunity somewhere else. I don't think there's any question. This is a guy that knows offensive football. Now, granted, he's dealing with some ingredients perhaps he's never cooked with before. The caliber of talent around him is probably unlike anything he had even at SC. But, uh, yeah, Steve Sarkeesian may, may get a G5 opportunity sooner rather than later. And so it's going to be interesting to kind of see how all that plays out. Speaking of G5 opportunities, Will Hall expected to be named the new head coach at the University of Southern Miss. Let me go ahead and share with you now. I don't know that Southern Miss could have made a better hire. And there are a lot of reasons why. I don't want to spend a lot of time belaboring this point, but Will's a Mississippi guy up there from Amory, Bobby Hall's son. Uh, But Will knows Mississippi. And when you look at the glory days of Southern Miss football, and I'm talking in the modern era, Jeff Bauer built a program on players that stayed in Ole Miss essentially didn't want. Guys they recruited, maybe offered, but didn't commit. And, And there's some guys obviously they evaluated and brought to camp and they kind of kept warm and didn't offer. And Bauer took those kids, and Damian Fletcher being a guy from Biloxi that, you know, I think in the end didn't have another major offer and goes and becomes one of the most prolific backs in college football at the time. And so Will Hall, I believe, will redirect those recruiting efforts at Southern Miss to make it more of a local-type program. I think he's going to get a lot. I think they're going to be really, really strong in South Mississippi. I don't think they beat State and Ole Miss for kids, but but – you got Canarius Johnson from Laurel that was committed to Tulane. You got Ty Keys from Taylorsville committed to Tulane. Well, KJ has already announced his decommitment, which makes me think that he knew something before the rest of us did. I think he will probably sign with Southern Miss. And so I think that's a step in the right direction for Southern Miss is to have a guy like Will Hall, number one, who is a prolific offensive guy. Listen, I had about a half dozen guys in the agent business tell me last year that he had about a half dozen opportunities to be an offensive coordinator. Uh, there was the discussions about, um, you know, with certain guys coming to Mississippi State, 
potential candidates that we're going to bring Will Hall as the OC. So he is a guy that has some real respect among coaching circles as an offensive mind. And then he understands the importance of recruiting Mississippi. He knows Mississippi. His dad knows Mississippi. So there's going to be a lot of relationships that have been built over decades that will be very beneficial to Will Hall and Southern Miss. And so I really like the hire. I think it's an incredibly smart hire. You don't have to go out there and get a retread. You know, you're have, if you're Southern Miss, you've got to go get a guy on the way up, and Will Hall won't be long for Southern Miss. I suspect that he'll have them playing great offensive football and winning big here in three to four years. Then he'll probably you know, probably be a candidate, may end up being the Ole Miss head coach. But I really think that Will Hall is a guy that is a rising star in their profession. And uh, I think Southern Miss has done really, really well, really, really well by going and getting Will Hall. I think it makes a lot of sense on a lot of fronts. All right, let me remind you, too, speaking of making good sense, Bulldog Burger Company, that always makes sense. Bulldog Burger, two locations now to serve you right here on University Drive in Stark Vegas and on Gloucester Street in Tupelo. Go by, have the spring rolls, have a great restaurant-quality hamburger, get a dessert to go, have an adult beverage. You can do a lot of things there. And listen, this weekend, since State and Ole Miss are not playing, and maybe you want to get your college football fixed, maybe go, go do some tailgating at Bulldog Burger Company. Go by, have a great meal with the family or friends, and just watch the games. There's going to be a lot of cool things going on. Matter of fact, today you got to go watch the Steelers and Ravens play. They're going to kick off, what, at 340? 2, 2, 3.40 Eastern. Yeah, you can go by and watch the games there. It's going to be a cool day. We'll watch some football today. And then I think there's an NFL game every day this week. But, um, yeah, Bulldog Burger's got it all. You're going to be glad you went by. Great food, great prices, great atmosphere, great people. I mean, just a part of a great family of restaurants that have served this, this region for decades. They, they know what they're doing when it comes to feeding folks. Bulldog Burger Company, the place where people in Starkville and now Tupelo go to meet. M-E-A-T. All right, so since we were together last, Mississippi State has won a men's basketball game. And uh, listen, didn't look especially impressive in the ball game, but found it late. And uh, D.J. Stewart, of course, has a big game for Mississippi State. And listen, this is his team, okay? It's as simple as that. He is our star, and uh, he played like it on, uh, on Monday against Texas State. Listen, we really struggled with them for a while, but down the stretch, we finally kind of wore them down and uh, win the ball game 68-51. Run down some numbers here for you pretty quick here. Uh, yeah, State's up two at the, at the break in that one, in case, you, uh, in case you didn't watch it, and then State outscores them by 15 down the stretch. And yeah, and, and this is this is going to be it's going to be some up and down with a young team, and that's that's who we have. We have a very young team. Texas State came in 2-0, and actually played pretty well and really gave us some trouble. Uh, you know, for a while, we figured a way to kind of get it going there. But D.J. Stewart plays 30 minutes, 9 of 14 from the floor, 5 of 6 from 3, and some of those were very, very timely. Uh, only the two fouls, but 23 points. 5 to 2 turnover assist ratio. we got to get that that improved a little bit. We're going to burst those numbers. Tulu Smith emerging as a solid contributor. Uh, throws in 12 points again. Pulls down five rebounds. Our, our best rebounder of the day was uh, Javian Davis, former Alabama player. Uh, he goes for eight rebounds, seven points, and just 19 minutes of action. Uh, you're starting five, and this is probably going to be the same, I would suspect, most of the year. It's DJ, Tulu Smith, Abdul Adu, uh, uh, Devian Smith, and Cameron Matthews. Quentin Post came off the bench when um, Adu got a little foul trouble. Quinn Post is a guy that's kind of that stretch four. 16 minutes, got into the flow of the game, four of nine from the floor, hit a big three, and then pulled down five rebounds, scored nine points, and had a couple blocks. Uh, he got into a little foul trouble as well. That's going to be something, too. We don't have a tremendous amount of depth in the post, so those guys have got to learn to play without fouling, as Ben Howen says. Uh, but, again, we, we get a victory, and uh, this is a much-needed victory. Wins at times are going to be hard to come by this year. You know, so we'll celebrate every one that we get. And, again, that's not to be disrespectful to anybody affiliated with Mississippi State football or basketball or anything of that nature. Uh, the bottom line is is that uh, it's going to be a, a, a transition year. We play again uh, on Friday at home against North Texas. And so it'll be nice to see if we can kind of put some things together. Perhaps we figured some things out. Um North Texas currently with three and four on the year. Pardon me. Pardon me. I'm looking at the wrong link here. Make sure I get this right for you guys. 
Um, there's a there's a, a lot of this non-conference basketball where I get some teams that are kind of finding a sense of themselves kind of like we are. Pardon me, North Texas men's basketball, one and one on the year, fresh off a loss in Fayetteville, 69-54. They, uh, they did beat Mississippi Valley earlier this year to open the season 116-62, but again, uh, played Vandy, pardon played Arkansas within 15 points uh, on Saturday. And so, you know, that, that, that's kind of a respectable loss. I think Arkansas is a team that's going to be decent this year. Not sure if they're a tournament team or not, but uh, they have had some SEC competition uh, there at UNT. And so, interesting ball game for us. Got to find a way to win it. Need to make sure that we find, begin to find some rhythm. And listen, Howland will settle this rotation out. We'll get some things figured out as it comes to, uh, you know, who, who can be counted on and who can't. But I thought we did a good job using the bench against North Texas and really kind of wore them down. All right, Bulldog fans, our friends from Tecovis want to remind you that uh, it's festival season, it's concert season, it's sundress season. Yes, it is. And you know you need some nice boots to go along with every bit of that. And Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western wear. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and so much more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a very time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort, so no break-in period. You know how tough that can be with a brand-new pair of boots. You can put these bad boys on and ride that ride with a smile. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with the same level of style. So stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary beverage or two, shop the new styles, the smell of fresh leather, and a friendly staff are always at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience quite like it. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges shipped right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Let's face it, friends. We live in uncertain times. Security, probably more important now than ever before. That's why it's important to keep you, your family, your property safe by working with my friends at Eufy. That's E-U-F-Y.com. Let me tell you a little bit about this new video smart lock they have. It's super cool because basically you get a three-in-one security system here. You can have everything on just one device instead of having it outside of your house look rather tacky because you got all kinds of stuff out there. It's not just about your security, but convenience. No more concerns about losing keys. You can assign passwords to your family members and you can see who's kind of coming and going. You got that immigrated camera too. Uh, it's easy to install. You can set it up with just a Phillips screwdriver. You know, you don't have to go to a class on how to use power tools. No drilling required. You get keyless entry. You don't have to worry about fumbling with the keys when you're getting back with a, an armful of groceries, right? How convenient is that? That in and of itself is a great benefit. You get fingerprint recognition. It's unlocking. Got that AI self-learning chip. So the more you use it, the more accurate it's going to be. You don't have to worry about the battery. It's got a rechargeable battery that can last around four months. And you get a notification before it runs out so you don't have to compromise your family security. You got passcode unlocking, remote control, 2K clear sight, camera. You can see who's at your door. You see these videos online all the time. Don't you think it's time for you to set something up so you can have the peace of mind of knowing that you don't have people constantly going in and out of your property? There's no monthly fee. Unlike other brands that charge you a monthly fee, you can have your recordings locally and never have to pay for storage. How cool is that? It's convenient, it's safe, it's a must-have for your home today. If you already have like a video doorbell, you know sometimes people want to come and steal your, your doorbell. You don't have to worry about with, that with this. All right, so let's be sure to visit Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y official.com forward slash video lock. And it's time for you to gain control of your door. Again, that's Eufy. E-U-F-Y. The women will be in action tonight in Starkville against the uh, Lady Privateers of New Orleans. Uh, You guys are aware the the women won uh, 88-58 against Jackson State on uh, on Sunday. And the first win in the Nikki McCray-Pinson era and the the first of many. I, I, I have told you guys from the beginning, I really like the hire. And one of the reasons that I like the hire 
is that the people involved with Mississippi State women's basketball like to hire. Yeah, it's a, one of those things you look at her pedigree and look at how well she's played and she knows our league and then she's, uh, you know, she's coached with South Carolina and Don Staley. So she knows what greatness looks like up close as a college SEC player and as a college SEC assistant. So she's familiar with our league and what it takes to win in our league. Of course, she was part of a national championship team there at South Carolina as a coach. And so I like that, but I also like the fact that she has come in and you can see the glee in all the social media stuff that we post. You can see how much the players have embraced her uh, and love her. And uh, I think, listen, I, I think relationships are the better part of coaching. And, and it's pretty clear at this point she has established a very solid relationship with her team. I think it was a very smart hire for John Cohen. I, th- I think it makes sense for us on a lot of levels because we have an expectation now where we expect to win and compete for championships. It's not like we're just rounding out the rest of the schedule. You know, it was a time in Mississippi State women's basketball. We had a basketball team because we had to have one, not because we wanted one, not because we embraced the sport, not because we were committed to it. We had one because we had to have one. But now our fans have really embraced women's basketball and so now it's like, okay, Vic was great, but listen, uh, John and, and uh, Dr. Keenum, we don't, we don't want to take a step back to go back to what we were in the 80s. We don't want to go back to just being an officer ran in the SEC. We want to be able to kind of build from here. We want to sustain this level of success. And so you go out and you get uh, Nikki McCray-Penson, who, I listen, what job is she going to leave you for? I guess the Tennessee came open. You know, perhaps she leaves for that one. But, you know, this this is no longer a stepping stone job. You know, this is a job that we look at and say, you know what, we're going to pay you well. We're going to put good facilities around you. We're going to recruit well. We're going to be committed to your success. You know, but Nikki McCray-Pinson, I, I suspect, will be here as a generational type coach. I really do. I think she's here for, you know, for a long time. Now, we're just one game into the era, but, uh, you know, I, I like the things that I'm hearing culturally around our program about player buy-in, about a respect level. And listen, Vic Schaefer, you know, took us places we never thought we'd go. You know, and Vic was one of those guys, too, that wasn't a great offensive coach. He was a defensive coach that was going to get in your legs, and they were going to run you to death with the zone, uh, pardon me, with the press, and then they were going to you know, try to get as many – uh, points and transition as they could. It, it's it's kind of a departure from some of that. We're going to press some, but we're going to be a much more offensive-minded team. And she, listen, Nikki was a defensive player too, so she gets it. But I, I suspect you're going to see a little more polished brand of offensive basketball at times. Not to say we didn't have some great teams, because goodness, you know, we nearly won an AFL championship uh, with Tierra in the middle and basically playing four guards out there, and we could shoot the basketball. But I suspect that you're going to see a lot more offensive sets, perhaps, in the half court than you did uh, with Vic. I mean, listen, we, we wanted to get points whenever we could, and we could get in your legs a little bit, and we had guards that could really push the basketball, and uh, we could force you into turnovers and then turn the game over. That's an important part of it, you know. But it's it's a different style of basketball. But, uh, again, we've got a great coach, I believe, with a great pedigree that understands what it takes to win in this league. And so, uh, they're again, they're going to be back in action. Uh, against Texas State, Texas State uh, winners. Goodness, I, I, I looked the schedule wrong. I, I, I'm so confused here because the men played Texas State. UNO played Texas State on a women's side. So on Saturday, excuse me, I'm so sorry. UNO, Mississippi State's opponent for tonight, beat Texas State 67-64. So they enter the game 1-0. Their opening game against the University of Louisiana Lafayette uh, was canceled. So this will be their second game of the season and uh, their first road game. So uh, that's where we are. We should win that game. I suspect it will win it handily. But um, yeah, women's basketball is here, and that's something that I think we've been able to kind of poke our chest out about here the last couple of years. And I, I don't think we're going to take this huge step back that some people have uh, perhaps forecasted. You know, this year in year one, will we take a step back? Yeah, probably so. But we're a very talented basketball team. We can shoot the basketball. We have recruited exceptionally well for several years. So we have stacked some good classes together. So I feel good about the talent level. And I think Nikki McCray-Penson knows good players when she sees them. And I think she knows how to use them. 
And I think tonight will be a big win for us, and we'll kind of move forward. And uh, I, I expect Mississippi State women's basketball to contend in the SEC this year. Are we good enough to take down South Carolina? I don't know, but we only play them once, and that's going to be in Humphrey Coliseum. All right, let's get to today's top ten list. I've been teasing this one for a few days, but uh, let me, let's go ahead and get to this. Uh, today's top ten list brought to you by the fine folks at my bookie. I hope all you guys enjoyed the Turkey Day free play. That allowed our users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to 250 bucks. It's basically a free shot at trying to double your money. Hope you took advantage of that. If you didn't get in and on that, I don't know what you're doing. If you want skin in the game, sometimes you got to take advantage of these free deals. But seriously, now's the time to get that skin in the game with my bookie where odds boost, lightning deals, and free bets await you all year long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, bet on the Steelers, uh, we know who those teams are and we know what they're capable of. It's not difficult to find some value in lines these days. Whether you're a first-time customer or you've been playing with my bookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests they offer every single week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table slot and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. The best part is, at my bookie, the doors never close, and you don't have to walk in there and wear your mask. So you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone down by trying one of those table games. Make the right play today and sign up at my bookie. When you do, use promo code Boneyard to get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to a thousand bucks. Terms are really simple. You put in two hundred bucks. They give you $100 worth of uh, house money to work with. If you're already planning a bet this season, that's basically betting free money. It's winning season in my bookie, so come and join on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Promo code BONEYARD at my bookie. All right, so I can't recall who sent this to me, but it's one of those things, hey, Steve, what do you think about this? And we started going back and forth. And so I decided, you know, we hadn't done some R&B in a while anyway. And I remember being a young guy, I remember being, being on, the, on the elementary school playground when uh, everybody is singing New Edition. Didn't know who they were, didn't know much about them. But, man, that changed. New Edition was great. They had a great family of uh, artists that all went off to uh, many of them to solo careers that were very successful. And so today's top ten list is the New Edition tree, which means some New Edition stuff and then some solo stuff that came off of Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her personal foundation, says they're seeing more issues than ever with dogs' joints, odors, and their health than ever before. After doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can all look to improve our dog's health, their food. What she's discovered is that many dog foods are made in a way they can actually create toxins that could possibly be wrecking our dog's health. And that's true for many of the premium brands as well. Fortunately, she's found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how any of us can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. I've got five dogs. I do. I love them. I spend most of my time with them. In fact, Mojo, my mama blue healer, has helped me write six and a half books now. I want her to be as healthy and happy as possible. So if you feel like you do about your dogs the same way I do, let me encourage you to go to badlandsfood.com forward slash boneyard and watch Catherine's video right now. And again, that's badlandsfood.com forward slash boneyard. Be sure and check it out and make sure your pet is happier and healthier than ever. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com that so uh here are the honorable mentions the first hit arguably the first hit i guess the first hit for a new edition was candy girl but the one that was huge on the charts was cool it now and uh that's an honorable mention for me boys to men these are the things that turn boys to men 
That, that is the song that spurned the name of the group, Boys to Men. They were a Michael Bivens creation. Uh, my prerogative, and I almost put us in the top ten. Uh, I love that track from that Bobby Brown uh, Don't Be Cruel album. It's a great, arguably one of the best R&B albums of all time. Uh, Demi Brown and I have debated that before. He disagrees with me. I think Bobby Brown's Don't Be Cruel is the greatest R&B album from that era. And then uh, also off that album, pardon me. Yeah, it's the same album. It's Ronnie. The Truth About Ronnie. That's on uh, Don't Be Cruel. And, and you could throw Don't Be Cruel in there, too. I can get behind just about any track on the Don't Be Cruel Bobby Brown album. And then finally, the just miss the top ten list. It's Rub You the Right Way by Johnny Gill. You know, Johnny joined the, uh, the group after Bobby left. All right, so here's the top ten. The top ten songs from the new edition Family Tree. You with me? Number ten. I hate to, to call it a one-hit wonder, but he didn't have a tremendous solo career, but he's very talented. It's Ralph Tresvant. Number 10 on the list is Sensitivity, because you need a man with sensitivity. Uh, great tune. Loved, uh, loved the percussion on this. It's uh, got a great vibe to it. For sure. I think you'll enjoy that. That's. I think it's important to kind of get back to that one and, and understand, uh, you know, it's part of a bigger thing, but that that's a good driving song for you too if you're just looking to kind of chill because uh, Ralph's got that you know that great falsetto. All right, number nine on the list from that Bobby Brown great album, it's Rock With You. I want to rock with you. I want to roll with you all night long. Bobby was the best man. Bobby was, but for a while there, Bobby Brown was the guy in music. I mean, you couldn't do him. He was a great dancer. He was a great performer. There wasn't anything out there, you know that uh, was negative about Bobby until his demons kind of took over. But, man, what an incredible talent. Number eight, going back to the Johnny Gill album, it's My, My, My. You know you know what I'm talking about. You got me saying my, my, my. My, 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 my. You sure look good tonight. Great tune, great track. I'm not trying to sing that. Don't, don't, don't at me. I'm not. Number seven, uh, probably the second most successful song of the Belle Bib DeVoe era, but it's Do Me. You know, they, they they tried to stay true to hip hop a little bit when they they kind of moved over and went you know with uh, you know Ronnie DeVoe and uh, Robert Michael Bivens and uh, Robert Bell I guess it's his name Ricky Bell yeah Ricky um, yeah Doomy was a was a was a radio hit for them and they played it in all the clubs uh, back to the new edition days it's Mr Telephone Man there's something wrong with my line. That was kind of a cool track. Had had some some commercial success with that one. It used to be on the Dick Clark and the Casey Case in Top 40. Number five, uh, who an underappreciated gem from the Bobby Brown catalog. And uh, I still listen to this from time to time because it hits so hard in the car. But it's humping around. If you recall, he sang this at the MTV Video Music Awards. And he sang the alternate lyrics and got banned from MTV because Bobby was the ultimate bad boy. They, they have him up there, and he, they sing Humping Around, and he sings uh, some alternate lyrics. And the next thing you know, they interview with Anthony Kiedis and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And uh, like, hey, what did you think about that? And he goes, I think Bobby Brown just got banned from MTV. And lo and behold, he did. You can probably find that performance somewhere on YouTube. But uh, Bobby had uh, – they, they referred to Bobby with a different – nickname of sorts you can do the math from there uh number four from the new edition catalog it's just in the post bobby brown era it's uh, can you stand the rain uh, except for johnny gill joined the band i think that's on the ne heartbreak album i think that's correct but uh great tune and um you know it's you know at some point we've all been there and you look at these relationships and you wonder you know that everybody can be you know, good to you and put up with you when things are going great. But what do they do when adversity hits? They run and hide. What do they do? Number three, and the final Bobby Brown song on the catalog, on our top ten list today. It's every little step. I, I can still do all the dance steps in this video. I, you, you think it's a game, but you're wrong. I can do it. I, Bobby Brown was a huge influence on me as a dancer. I, I thought Bobby Brown was the greatest watching him out there. But a lot of people say, well, you know, Michael Jackson was this. Michael was great, but Michael did a lot of stuff that just kind of looked good on stage that didn't necessarily look good in the clubs. But Bobby Brown was such a great dancer. 
You know, I ripped off so much stuff on Bobby Brown, I'm not even going to lie. I did. The guy was such a great dancer. But that Every Little Step video was remarkable. The song is great. But uh, I watch that video. Sometimes when, when, you know, when do it, so I'm bored around here, I'm having a bad day, I'll put it on and be reminded of a simpler time in life. But uh, that album, again, if, you're, if you don't listen to anything else today, download that Bobby Brown Don't Be Cruel album because there's so many hits on there that you probably have forgotten about that uh, will make you feel good about life. And this is one of those for me, Every Little Step. Number two, going back to the Michael Bivens, the Belle Bib DeVoe group, it's got to be Poison. And and who who else would we thank, guys? Let's be honest here. Who first warned us to never trust a big butt and a smile? That girl's Poison. You know the, you know the track. It's got that heavy bass one on it. It's so great. It still stands up today. You can put it on today, whether you're in the club or in the car or whatever. It stands up. Poison. Great, great, great song from the era. And that's the thing, too, that there are some songs that are timeless. That advice, young men today, it still holds true. Never trust a big butt and a smile. That girl is poison. It, it's, it's true. It's poetry. I don't make the rules. That's just how it is. It's been my life experience. And number one, the, the greatest new edition song, and again, this is from the post-Bobby Brown era, Ralph Tresmont sang lead on this, and uh, the video is great too, but if it isn't love, if it isn't love, then why do I feel this way? Why does she stay on my mind? Great, great song. I, I love putting this list together. One of the things that I do when I'm kind of in advance, when I know what list I'm going to do, I kind of put these songs on and kind of go through them again and kind of re-familiarize myself with the, with the music. And, uh, man, it's been so much fun. It really has been because it, it spans such a uh, – you know, a wide range of my childhood. I mean, going back from the, I was in you know, fourth or fifth grade, even to when I was up in college. And so uh, it's such a good thing. New Edition has been around forever and a day and such incredibly talented guys. They were the first real boy band uh, of my lifetime. I mean, it was like Jackson 5 had already kind of broken up, but, uh, you know, Michael Jackson was already a great solo artist by the time that I was, uh, you know, buying and listening to music regularly of my own. But New Edition, when those guys came out, I remember the cassette. The cassette had blue ink on it, and it kind of stood out. Because I, I want to say it was an MCA album, but but when you, you looked at that tape, it was just something different. That 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 first New Edition album was so good, and uh, little did we know that they were going to spawn, you know, some real superstars that were uh, so great in uh, in their fields. And so go check them out today. New Edition, the whole family. The Ralph Tresvon album is great. Uh, the first two Bobby Brown albums, or probably two of the first three Bobby Brown albums are great. And, of course, that Belle Bib DeVoe album was great. And then from there, you know, when Michael Bivens, you know, started putting his little stuff together, you had another bad creation. Uh, you had Boys to Men. You had some others. But uh, Michael Bivens was involved. I, th- I want to say MC Brains was also uh, a Michael Bivens creation. But there's, and there's just so many things that kind of started from this family. And so... Uh, again, and familiarize yourself with the music, kind of expand your horizons. I know nowadays a lot of people only listen to, to rap, rock, or country, but uh, I think when you go back and listen to kind of where, the, where it all started from, it's a really kind of cool thing. I want to thank our friends at Campus Bookmark for always being with us and doing such a great job serving Mississippi State people and families. And listen, it's online shopping time. Okay, we've already gotten through Cyber Monday. But if, you, if you're still looking for gifts, and I know you are because you had not bought mine yet, you go to campusbookmart.net. That's right. That's that's the website where you can find everything Mississippi State related. Stand a man, Miss Kathy Brown, the lovely, talented Susie, everybody down there will take care of you. They'll do their part to uh, make sure that your Christmas is very festive and you're looking for all kind of little things. And listen, not, nothing gets Kathy Brown more excited than helping you pick out gifts. She takes a lot of time and effort to kind of figure these things out and make sure that they've got products available for you to buy. So, again, that's campusbookmart.net. And by being a loyal Barnyard listener, we'll save you a little money. Use promo code BSR, which stands for Beautiful Steve Robertson. And that'll get you free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks. Any order less than $50, absolutely incomplete. That's right. 50 bucks, free shipping. You got it. Promo code BSR. Okay, so let's get into some recruiting stuff today. That's going to kind of be what we'll talk about in addition to football. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. It's easy to follow recruiting, you know, and say March or April. But now is the time when things get this big boy recruiting right now. 
Okay, so it's not as simple as, okay, well, I like these guys, and uh, listen, I've got a connection there, everything is good. Now is when everything else happens. You know, now is when all of a sudden the pressure gets applied. Now is the time when all the promises get made. You know, it's not, we're not flirting anymore. It's time to get serious. National Signing Day is coming up here uh, a couple weeks. There's going to be a lot of drama between now and then. I'm going to go ahead and prepare you now. There will be a lot of recurring drama for the next two weeks, and it is not going to be for the faint of heart. It's not. I say this every year. It's one of the things, getting to know the prospects and seeing their video and following them through in high school and seeing what they do as a senior, and you get all excited about that, and you hope they go win a state championship. But now's the time when we're going to find out what they really think about us because a lot of these guys are going to have a lot of incentives thrown their way to go somewhere else. So understand these things are going to change daily. One of the things that happened just last night, Mississippi State, longtime commitment, McCalum Pounders, put out a top five, despite the fact that he's committed. And so a lot of people look at that and say, what does this mean? He's not really committed. Well, yeah, and, and one of the things, too, that I love, too, Mr. Message Board guy, well, we've got to come up with a different term than committed. It doesn't matter what term you use. What difference does that make? Does that offend your sensibilities that – well, I, when I make a commitment, I stick with it. And I, I venture to say that if we, we surveyed the, uh, the, the spans of your life, we can find several commitments you didn't keep. Uh, but these are young guys trying to make a lifetime decision. And so there's people in their ears. And then there's a lot of guys, too, that commit early. And they kind of lose their hype a little bit. They lose their juice. And so they, you know, they get back involved. All of a sudden, they've got people saying, hey, listen, if you change your mind, let's do this or whatever. Uh, give us an opportunity. And so... It's hard for those guys to tell people no. And so then what do they do? They go out there and say, well, coach, I'll think about this. I'll think about that. And that's kind of what's happened with Kalen Pounders. I fully expect him to still sign with Mississippi State, but I won't be surprised you know, if he flips to Ole Miss. But at the same time, too, I think it's important to understand Nick Jones committed to Mississippi State, going to sign in December one of his best friends. Calls McHale and his little brother. Jordan Davis, Mississippi State, Defensive end linebacker from Colin, also from Bahalia, McCalen Pounder's best friend. And so you've got some people that are very influential in his life that are pushing him to Mississippi State way. And of course, Ole Miss always has a connection somewhere within state players. They always have somebody that uh, is, is, quote, in their camp. Ha ha ha. Uh, but here's the deal if Ole Miss had, you know, that strong of influence, why, why has he been committed to Mississippi State most of the process? And sometimes we talk ourselves into that. We start wringing our hands thinking, oh, my gosh, we don't need something to change this late because we're not, we may not be able to, to replace a guy with a player of, of, of comparable ability. I expect McCallum Pounders to stick. Now, again, nothing surprises me. I, I, after 25 years in this industry, uh, not a lot changes uh, my perception of recruiting. There was a time that I used to sit up all night and – scour other message boards and just try to get nuggets and try to make myself feel better about this. But at the end of the day, we're dealing with teenagers and we're dealing with people that are, that are they're far from perfect. And, and what I mean by that is, is that many of them are just trying to survive the recruiting process. That's what they're trying to do. They're just trying to figure this thing out as they go. And so it's important to kind of let people be people. I know sometimes uh, things happen that don't, aren't always the best for Mississippi State. Uh, and it's like this Brandon Buckhalter thing. Yeah, you know, listen, I, I've expected Brandon Buckhalter to flip uh, ever since he committed to Mississippi State. Now, he says all the right things. He continues to say that. And there's a lot of discussion about him and MJ Daniels rooming together at Mississippi State. But I also know that Luke Altmaier, quarterback from Starville High School, is expected to commit to Ole Miss. And he's already been on the phone with some of these guys uh, trying to build a class. I don't think any less of Luke for doing that. That's as, as the leader of that group and as the guy that's been targeted as a quarterback in that class, it's kind of his job to do that. It's his responsibility to do that. I know a lot of people say, oh, well, Steve, I just don't understand how a guy that could grow up a lifelong Bulldog. Well, State hadn't – this new staff has not recruited Luke Altmaier. So how, so what do you? what is Luke supposed to do? You can't say – you can't fault the kid for wanting, for taking advantage of the opportunity to play in an offense that is commensurate with his abilities, close to home, uh, in, in the Southeastern Conference. You know, if Mississippi State doesn't want him, I mean, how, how can we sit in judgment of Luke Altmaier if he goes to Ole Miss? Uh, you can't. 
I wish that kid the best. I hope he goes up there and has a great career and meets his wife and gets a college degree and loses every egg ball he plays in. But Luke's out there recruiting guys already to go to Ole Miss. He hadn't announced for Ole Miss yet, but I think that's a hand and a half for you right there that if he's already telling guys, hey, let's go to Ole Miss together, about where he's leaning. And I know that he's been in contact with Brandon Buckhalter. And Brandon Buckhalter has talked about rooming with MJ Daniels at Mississippi State. And if he goes to Ole Miss, he's talking about rooming with Luke Altmeyer. You know, these are discussions that happen behind the scenes. And so, you know, Brandon Buckhalter might flip to Ole Miss. I don't think Brandon Buckhalter is a difference maker in our class. That's not to say he's not a good player. He is a very good player. My point being is he's not going to make or break our class. It's not like that he is the cornerstone of this class, even though he has been with us for a long time. That was one of Mike Leach's first commitments is, is Brandon Buckhalter. So he's a guy, obviously, that there's some, there's some mileage with. You know what, could he flip? Yeah, he could. I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's not going to. But he's saying all the right things publicly. But there's a lot of things that go on privately that don't make the paper. They don't make social media. You know, he's a guy that's got some people around him that are very closely affiliated with Ole Miss and some people that are enemies of Mississippi State. And so, yeah, that's probably, if I had to call it today, if people said, Steve, who's the guy that's most likely to flip? I'd say it's probably him because of the people around him. But I do know that him and MJ Daniels are very close, and I think that uh, the fact that uh, MJ is in contact with our staff every day is significant. And this time of year, you better be in contact with everybody every day because there's a lot going on, to say the least. Ole Miss won the egg, you know, so they're trying to build some juice from that. They're trying to kind of continue that momentum. You know, it, it would have been a much more emphatic statement if they were able to embarrass us and they could say, listen, that, that's not going to work out. I mean, you know, I think it boils down to everybody saw a good ball game, but they won the game. And so, they're, you know, they're trying to say, listen, we're, 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 the, we're the cool school now, which is why we created hats for, a, 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 you know, a regular season game in a rivalry that we claim not to care about. But they're trying to build some juice. They've struck out on some players around the country and in the region. They've come back home to Mississippi and are trying to – you know, trying to finalize our class with a lot of in-state kids. And it's interesting, the narrative that so many people said that Mike Leach couldn't recruit on the old Miss side of things, and now here they are trying to go take Mike Leach's recruits. It's funny how life works. Offensive line-wise, Mississippi State's expected to take one more offensive lineman in the class. Uh, Peyton Barber out of Jacksonville, Florida, is a guy that State's been on for a while. You know, I understand that uh, he and his family are supposed to have a virtual call with State later this week. Um you know, the Zoom call thing, take the tour, that sort of stuff. Uh, the kid has said some things on social media that he's somewhat close to a decision, which makes me think right now that he's probably not leaning to Mississippi State. So it looks like we're playing catch up there. I was told yesterday there's a good chance that Nason Simmons at Cherokee County High School out of Georgia, Nason Simmons offensive tackle, is the guy that's being targeted and uh, may end up getting an offer. Now, people see these things. They see new offers and think, oh, well, this must mean – we feel bad about this. No, well, we've got five offensive line spots that we have to fill. Well, you don't offer five guys to get five spots. You, you go out and you, you, you essentially get overcommitted. Let's say for an example, let's say McCalen Pounders did flip to Ole Miss. Well, we can't just all of a sudden just pick up the phone and just say, okay, well, let's go find a kid at Starville High School or West Point and just kind of fill this gap. If you didn't want him then, you don't want him now. So you go out there and you target – you know, two or three potential replacements in case you lose somebody. That's good recruiting. It doesn't mean you're scared or paranoid. It just gets, you've got a responsibility to staff this team and fill this roster with guys that are capable of winning SEC football games. That's part of the deal. Nathan Simmons, I think, is a part of that. If you get Nathan Simmons and Peyton, or Peyton Barber and you hang on to what you've got, I think it's been a good offensive line class, not a great one. I think it's a good one, though. But I think you've got some building blocks there, and you've got some junior college guys that are going to have three years of eligibility. That helps. They've already been away from home for a couple of years. They know what it's like to set an alarm clock and wake themselves up and be responsible for themselves. And then, you, of course, you you know you bring in you know a couple of their high school, three other high school guys. So you've got some guys that provide some immediate competition to the room. Gabe Cavazos, Michael Pounders, another high school guy. But those guys are probably not expected to play next year. But you bring in Nick Jones and uh, Carson Williams, those guys are going to push for playing time. But it wasn't a great year in state for offensive linemen. And we've had a stretch here where we hadn't had a lot of great offensive linemen in the state. But uh, Gabe Cavazos, Mikael and Pounders, the consensus top two in the state, they're both currently committed to Mississippi State. 
Gabe, Nick, Carson, not expecting any drama with any of those guys at all. But, um, you know, got to finish up and get some guys in there and get going. And so uh, excited about all that, and we'll see how things kind of develop. And uh, we'll update. We'll have a recruiting update every day that we have a show uh, between now and National Signing Day. But, again, expect some drama. Just go ahead expect some drama. All right, let me remind you guys, too, our friends at Portico, uh, Brooks, Bryan, and others, they're trying to, to provide you with your home away from home and maybe perhaps your primary residence. If you're looking for a new place to live, move to Starkville, and you can get logged in and plugged in in our community by being a member of the Portico community. It's right there off Garrett Road behind the Hilton Garden Inn in the Chrysler Jeep dealership, uh, one point miles from campus. Very easy access to Highway 82 and Highway 25. There'll be 51 houses total in the development with 18 houses in the first phase that are approaching completion. There'll be 33 houses in the second phase that will begin construction in a few months. Houses will range from 1,300 to 2,000 square feet from two bedroom, two baths up to four bedroom, four baths. Portico includes a walking trail and pavilion. As I share with you, Brooks Bryan's one of the developers former Diamond Dog, and if you need to get in contact with Brooks to get more information, and you darn well should, you can contact him at 601-416-8075. All right, going to have a shorter show today. I've got some things working, and I've got some people at home that uh, that need to use some of my equipment. So um, let me remind you guys, too, It's uh, if you're looking for books, go to alphadogsthebook.com, and you can get copies of Flim Flam, uh, Starkville ones, and Alpha Dogs. So those get just personalized however you want them. Uh, I will be doing some book signings this week. I'm at uh, Capitol Grill in Jackson this evening. Uh, that's going to be 4 to 7. Let me get this schedule pulled out here for you real quick before I get out of here. So here is the schedule for this week. Uh, 4 to 7, Capitol Grill, and then the Y'all Lifestyle Store in Ridgeland tomorrow, 2.30 to 5.30. Friday, I'm at the Indianola Pecan House there in Indianola, 2 to 4. And then uh, we'll be at, uh, I'll give you more more details on Saturday, I mean Friday, but I'm at uh, College Corner in Ridgewood and Flowood this Saturday, and then at Trendy House in Houston on Sunday. So it's a busy week. So come by, check us out. If you're looking for Stark Villains gear, go to StarkVillains.com. I'll give you a full show on Wednesday, and I look forward to uh, being back with you guys. Thanks so much for your time, your effort, and all your support over the years. We'll see you next time. Until then, let's all live our lives in a way we'll make more friends than enemies and people can see a difference in the way we live. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.